All right. Well, we just listened to that. <laughs> LMA. No, 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 no. We just listened to LMA. It's different. Ella May. Um, we listened to her song, Naked. Well, should we explain? So, we should explain. Probably. At the beginning of every uh, episode, or not even the beginning, before we start recording every episode, we randomly hit shuffle, and whatever song plays is kind of like the song that gets us in the groove or the mood for the podcast. And today's was actually perfect, I think. I don't think Dan had ever heard the song before, which will probably happen a lot. I've probably heard of it. I'm not the most musically <laughs> educated. <laughs> but uh, the song we listened to was LMA's Naked, which fits in pretty perfectly with our topic today. Um, and so what did you think of the song? Well, I love that song. I think the first time I heard it, I actually cried. Oh, boy. Um, no surprise there. But the first time I heard that song, I, it was about, uh, probably about three years ago now. Um, but it just, it it came out at a trying time in my life. I'll just say that. So right, it that's was fair like, enough. Yeah. So it just, like, it just, every word just spoke to me, which was, which I knew, like I said, when we were listening to it, I think... And I was able to pick up some of the words of the song, which is rare for me. <laughs> I think a lot of people resonated with the song at the time when it came out, um, as well as all of her popular songs. But today's topic, uh, or today, I don't want to call it a topic, but today we're going to be talking about relationships. Anything and everything about them. <laughs> Not really, but... Could be. We don't know Yeah, yet. we don't know where it'll go. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance if you hear any jingly cat collars in the background. It's any... our little buddy Charlie over there. <laughs> She's all of a sudden very rambunctious now that we're recording. But um, anyways, okay, so this is our first podcast episode. One of the first. One of the first, yeah. We have recorded previously in the past, but this is the first one that's probably going to be aired for other people to hear. Potentially. Um, this is, should we, you want to tell everyone what this is called? Uh, this is our Some Things About Nothings <laughs> podcast. Why we laugh at that? I don't know. It took yeah. us a while to finally figure out all the semantics of it. <laughs> Welcome to Some Things About Nothing, or Nothings, we're not sure yet. Yeah, we'll probably have to work on that intro. <laughs> but anyway, so on to relationships. No, so we kind of skipped a whole section here. There's no sections, there's no rhyme or reason. But we're skipping this part for now? No, we'll go through this part. Go I through mean, it. you skipped it, but the introduction, it's the first episode, they don't know who we are. Well, you're right. So, my name is Dan. And I'm Baja. And we've been dating for a little over a year, I suppose, although it does seem a lot longer, which is a good thing, I imagine. Um, yeah. I'm trying to, I feel like it's closer to a year and a half, actually, but that's a little over a year. Oh, yeah, I guess it was New Year's when we officially did start dating. 
And we are in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, um, where we both live here. I'm originally from Ohio, and Baja is from North Carolina, Rocky Mount. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to uh, start doing a podcast because we're in quarantine mode over here with the coronavirus, and we got nothing else to do. Hot topic, coronavirus. Yeah. How many of you are tired of hearing that word? I know I am. I work in a hospital, and I'm tired of hearing that word and everything about that word and surrounding the word. But. Except for the beer. The corona. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really was a fan of corona. Have you not seen Fast and Furious? I have, but I I mean, I just, it just is a light beer. I don't know. Um, but anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about relationships. So it's kind of interesting. Um, did that, is that still recording? Yeah. Okay. Um, just wanted to make sure. I mean, <laughs> we don't know our time now, but it's fine. You can still talk. It's still going. I know, but I just wanted to make sure, um, and like Dan said, any and everything surrounding relationships, probably, this will probably end up being more so um, dating during a pandemic is actually probably what we'll talk about the most. Or that's what I want to start talking about because... We'll fire it up. Let's hear it. Well, for one, and I know I'm going to ask a lot of questions, but like, how are people doing it? <laughs> Can you imagine being single right now? I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like if... I've seen a couple of news articles now, and I think what people are doing is actually like video chats as dates. Because, I mean, you can't, right now all the service industries are closed. You can't go out there, can't go to the bars, restaurants, really the parks or anything. Um, so I believe, I mean, most of it is all mobile dating now anyways with going on Tinder, Bumble, whatever else, Match.com. So I think some of the applications have started doing the actual like video calls and Oh, on the app? On the app, I believe. Huh. That's really interesting. Yeah, I don't I mean, I'm trying to think right off the top of my head how many single like close friends I have. I don't have a lot, at least not right now. I can think of a few. Um and I can think of a couple friends too that are like because of the quarantine and the coronavirus, they're in they were in long distance relationships maybe before, but now they're like staying in their long distance relationships because of the kind of like ban on travel. Well, essentially everything now is a long distance relationship. If you well, can't yeah. even see the person. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like it's even more so long distance now. And I maybe should have asked them, but I didn't know this was going to be our topic today. But like it, it would be hard. I have been in one kind of sort of long distance relationship where it was like long distance than it wasn't and that was not I mean it wasn't a good relationship let's be honest but well most long distance relationships <laughs> don't work out because they wouldn't be long distance relationships anymore right yeah well but sometimes I mean I know you said that you worked with that lady um when you were doing the water company stuff who her husband like lived in New Jersey and she lived here and they've been married for what, like 30 years or something. Remember that? Oh yeah. There's so, one I mean, uh, lady I met who was married. So I guess it does work out. I mean, everyone is different and I'm not saying if you're in a long distance relationship, get out. 
because that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> well, what um, what advice, I guess, would you, what's one thing we'll say first that you ha- would have for someone who is trying to potentially meet someone during this time? Or let's say you were... Swipe right. <laughs> For all those girls and ladies out there, they get so picky. (laughs) Guys, we always swipe right. (laughs) It's going to be a very rare occasion where we may swipe left. (laughs) That is sad. Now, we may not always talk to the people that we swipe with, but I'd rather see someone match (laughs) than just get no matches. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, and just... As like a background story for people that don't know, we both have experience using dating apps. So, I mean, I feel like nowadays... Both, I would say, pretty successful. (laughs) (laughs) I I would agree. So, we're not just like talking about it without the experience. Not that it matters, because we can do what we want. This is our podcast. But, um... Like how Dan said, guys just swipe right because they'd rather see matches. From the female perspective... It is literally the complete opposite. Well, yeah. And you still, you still just, there's just like, because like you said, guys just swipe right. So it's like, you just have this feeling where it's like, this is going to be a match if I swipe right. I feel like for the first 30 days a girl is using those apps, they don't even realize that everyone isn't a match for them. (laughs) (laughs) Because it just is like, well, in some of the apps too, um... I mean, and I'm probably wrong on this, but this is just my opinion. I think they purposefully, especially when you start using it, match you with people that have, or uh, people pop up that have already kind of like matched with you. Yeah. Um, so you get the people at the top of the list first that right. have already said yes to you. Right. And you have to then say yes to them. Right. Exactly. So it's just, it, it, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's not hard is maybe not the best word. It's just time consuming, but so is dating. I mean, when you think about dating without social media or without dating apps specifically before it typically was still kind of a social thing. You just dated people that you either saw all the time because of work or school or mutual friends or sports or something like that so there still was like that social aspect to it but just having everything be in the palm of your hand is just it it could become addicting I will admit you could spend a lot of time oh boy on a dating app not even really talking to people but just like obsessing over like yourself almost Right, like it almost, like, at, at least for me, and like I can say for like me and my friends that I know have been on them at the same time, it was almost like a, I don't want to call it a game, but it like, it became like a, it at times became like a game where it was like, like I can think of a time where I challenged, I didn't challenge my uh, boyfriend at the time, challenged my best friend. <laughs> he challenged her to see if she could go like a whole week. Without paying for any food because of all the guys she had matched on dating apps, including like breakfast and lunch. (laughs) And I mean, if you know my best friend Olivia, that was like, she was like, oh, that's easy. Like, and I'm sure she did it. And she did it. Yeah, she did it. Because, Not to call you out, Olivia, but... Uh... <laughs> but it, that was, that's what I mean when I say it almost became like a game where it was just, it was like just entertaining to like... Just talk to people that you really weren't interested in, but you knew they were interested in you. It was almost like an ego boost, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. 
knowing you have, actually I was going through my pictures in my phone like a month or so ago and I saved, I took a picture of when I was originally on a dating app. Oh like boy, delete them. Four years ago, a message that popped up on my Apple Watch that was like, you've been online for a week and you have, and it was like <laughs> a, almost a thousand, I had been like liked a thousand times and I was like, I just remember in my mind thinking, holy shit, there's a thousand men out there that want to date me, which is not the truth, right? Like... Not everybody you meet on a dating app not. wants to date you. <laughs> but I think it's like anything. It's the times nowadays where we're more addicted to our phones and tablets and any applications or anything. I mean, they make them so you get addicted to them. Yeah. You don't want to put them down. They try and do the research so you figure out how do we keep this person on our application for more than 30 seconds or it was like two minutes or TikTok whatever the case is. Before there was TikTok. Which I made the mistake. It's it's bad. It's apparently a very addicting app as well. <laughs> but there are some funny ones. But then you realize, hey, two hours later, I'm still scrolling through. Swiping on people or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the other things with uh, relationships, we've also kind of binged on uh, Married at First Sight. Oh, yes. Or Love is Blind, a couple of those um, TV shows which are very entertaining, I will admit that. Which, and I will just say this really quickly about those shows. Um, it these shows are like a testament to how the word I'm going to use is not at all how I'm describing these people, but how like desperate everyone is. Actually, you know what? Yeah. That is the word I'm going to use. I don't care if people don't like it. How desperate we all are just to be with someone or not not to be with someone but to be loved how about like to have love like people are willing to marry a stranger people are willing to blindly date 26 other guys well whether that... those shows are actual reality shows or not unquote well, but that's, <laughs> that's not the left point. to like, be said we have become a society where we have shows like the bachelor and you know i think that's kind of where it started where it's like okay let's do this mass date find a match like, it all kind yeah. of stemmed from that. So, but at the same time, like Dan said, we have binged on, like, three or four seasons of Married at First Sight. Well, the, one did take place in Charlotte, which is in our backyard, yeah. more or less. Um, and they, they're just the most, the freaking most entertaining people. Like, they, just the different people that they put together is just, like, and we almost, like I said this the other day when we were watching the season finale of one... Or no, we were watching House Hunters, which is also a show that we have been, or yes. I have been kind of binging. But we were watching House Hunters, and I said to Dan, like, I don't know how these this couple is compatible for another. Like, it, we have just watched so many dating shows oh, that, yeah. that we almost feel like dating relationship experts ourselves, um, kind of in a way. Semi-professional, I would say. <laughs> and it just is, it's just... It's just interesting because then, like, in everything that we do, we're just, like, we just pick up on, I guess, people's cues more now that we've watched dating shows. And we've seen, like, Dr. Pepper, who is my absolute favorite. God bless her. I love that woman. Married at Not first. Not talking about the soda. Shout out there. <laughs> um, but we've just, like, listened to them talk so much about relationships. And I feel like we both are in a very... Um, 
healthy relationship. Um, for those of you that Dan just kind of and I uh, feel the same way. <laughs> back up, Baja, on that one. But We're both for those of happy. you that don't know, yeah, we are all we're dating, so. Um, but yeah, so I, it's just funny that we're just like, okay, now our first podcast relationship topic. We yeah. did kind of like a randomization kind but of. I almost think it stems from the initial chemistry, if there's chemistry or not. So just watching some of those shows, you see that they paired two people. Yeah, that not only awkward. have zero chemistry, <laughs> but they legit don't even like each other. Right, or even like the two people. Like, of course, you meet everybody separately, and you're like, "Oh, this girl's really cute and quirky, but she's weird." And then, of course, mm-hmm. they match her with a guy that kind of like matches her weirdness or like complements it. But even when they meet, you there's chemistry there, and it's like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." But yeah. then it's like. Well, once there is the chemistry, that makes it more two-sided instead of just one-sided. Because there's still maybe one person that's like, oh, I really like this person. And the other person is over here just swiping right and left and right and left trying to find someone else. Talking to your best friend behind your back. Oh, jeez. We're not getting into that. (laughs) All the things. Not that that's happened to us or anything. (laughs) But yeah, and it just you just pick up on those things. Like, for example... We were watching, um, I think it was Married at First Sight, and I just, I could, there was this one couple that never made eye contact, and I just was, I would always say, like, is it just me, and is it just the type of person that I am? But I always make eye contact with people when I talk to them. I don't understand Which how Which is they're... the appropriate thing to do <laughs> if you're a normal human being. <laughs> but, like, we just, it just, I think it, we enjoyed it so much, because we, and people have always told us, like, we're the exact same person, Dan and I, you know, we're so much alike, whatever, and we see it too, but I think watching these shows was fun for us, because we realized, like, wow, there's some weird-ass people out there that we could potentially, like, if we went on the show, who would we have been matched with, you know, like that, we could potentially be dating, or even on Married at First Sight, you know, you get married to this person when you meet them, so... It just told us a lot, I think. Or let me speak for myself. For me, it told me not a lot about our relationship, but it just like even more so solidified that this is like like the best, most awesome relationship I possibly could ever be in. But that's not what we came on here to talk about. I'd like to say thanks to me for on that one. (laughs) All right, so what's maybe a bit of advice that you could give someone about relationships, Baca? Um... I can give so much advice. Well, let's um, just go someone with one. That, okay, but someone that's trying to get in a relationship? Yes, maybe? just don't overlook the question. Well, that's... Okay, we're not going to argue. It's fine, <laughs> but that's not at all what you asked. Um, I would say... Well, of course, I'm going to... Okay, I'll give two different pieces of advice. My first piece of advice will be for just everyone in general. And my second piece will be for more specifically females coming from my female experience. Um, But for everyone in general, I would just say um, know yourself first. So a lot of times, you know, you hear that saying where it's like you can't expect someone else to love you before you love yourself or whatever the, you know, whatever that little quote is. But it's true. Like if you are not comfortable, self-aware, um... And it doesn't even have to be that you're comfortable. Self-aware is just more of a better term with yourself. If you don't know who you are as a person, no matter the relationship, it's probably 
not going to be the best. Um, so that would be my advice for everybody. Just be, be ready. So like be content with yourself, be ready, know who you are, know what you want, what you don't want. Um, and then go into it just being genuine. And then my advice for females would be to be smart. Um, <laughs> we know they can't all be that. <laughs> because, just like we kind of talked about earlier, the men are there. Like, there are men, there's men and women everywhere, whether you like men or women. There's, the people are there. There's the, the attraction's going to be there, especially when we're talking about a dating app. Um so kind of like being smart and knowing how to weave through who's going to try and manipulate you just to get what they want or who's just going to like sweet talk you into sleeping with them or, you know, anything, you know, people are crazy. Um, just be smart and know, like, remember I'm on this app to potentially find a partner um, or whatever you're trying to find. I mean, if you're trying to find a one night stand, because Lord knows people use the apps for that too, go right ahead. But just like I said, that kind of goes back to the, know yourself thing like know what your intentions are um and make them clear right exactly that's that's would be my advice to i guess those can be used for both genders yeah well of course they can that's definitely great advice my biggest thing is i would say just be yourself yeah yeah just be genuine and if you feel the chemistry with that then you could progress but if you're not someone that does lavish dates, you know, hot air balloon rides, <laughs> skydiving, you know, don't do that on the first date. Because guess what? <laughs> date number two or three, when you're just sitting on the couch, she's going to expect to be swept off her feet with a horse and carriage ride, picking her up <laughs> to go to the local bar or restaurant, yeah. or whatever the case may be. Yeah, well, and I guess that makes me think about, like, just communicate. Like you said, be yourself. Be honest and communicate with the people that you are talking to because, like Dan said, if you are just like, okay, how can I wow this girl or guy? Well, Which that's, is still okay to right, do. Right, you as need well. to do that. Right, but it's, I mean, like you said initially, you just have to know, know yourself is what I keep going back to. Like if you can't live up to that the rest of your life. You might not want to start out that way. <laughs> it's going to be an uphill climb. Most right. Likely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a very good point. But communication is important. I think Dan and I, um, before we actually even met each other, I swear it was probably a solid two or three weeks that we talked. And it wasn't like sporadic. It was like every single day we talked to each other. It did seem like it. Yeah. And then it was like... We knew each other. I think we talked on the phone maybe one time. Which is... Bef very I mean, briefly before... Having a phone call at this day and age is almost dead and gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also... Like but that, one out of five people that will <laughs> give you a call on the phone while dating instead well, but of Well, that's, that's also our personalities, I think. Like, we don't mind that. So, for us, for us, for us it was fine. Yeah, it, it, it was, was like, normal. okay, yeah, you can call me. I don't care. Um... But yeah, so we, t I mean, we talked two or three weeks. We had a one phone call conversation and then it legit was like, all right. And I invited him over to my, my place and that him being at my place was our first date. So when people hear that, sometimes they're like, oh, wow. But I mean, we just were comfortable with each other and like had, we knew the chemistry was there. We obviously the attraction was there, but it just kind of, obviously, <laughs> It just kind of went from there. Like, it wasn't like a, 
you know, let's talk for a day or two and then meet up. Not to say that that doesn't happen either, because that does happen as well. But for us, what worked was just being ourselves, communicating, setting our intentions. Um, and it all felt very natural. Nothing right. felt, Nothing there was no pressure, felt, yeah. there was no, what should I say, what should I do, what should I wear, mainly because I probably came from work, so I didn't have a choice. Well, what even what should I wear, I think I had on like leggings and a t-shirt, like we just, there was never any of that like, well also he was coming over to my apartment, so was I going to open the door and like jeans and a nice shirt with heels on? No. You know, like he was coming over to my apartment. And was I expecting that? Yes. <laughs> We were going to eat dinner and, like, watch football. So I was like, <laughs> plus, if you know me, like, leggings and a t-shirt is what I live in. It's literally what I have on right now. This and 90% of the time. So it just, like, that's just, we just were very ourselves from the beginning and it just worked. And like Dan said, I think he had on, like, a black t-shirt, too, and, like, jeans. And it was, like, a t undershirt t-shirt, not, like, a nice t-shirt but i mean he looked fine you know it wasn't like thank you yeah it wasn't like either one of us looked raggedy or anything but you just have to you just have to know yourself that's what i keep going back to know yourself communicate be honest be smart um in the times of quarantine <laughs> times of quarantine could be a lot different yeah <laughs> there could be no dating or it's all like online you, dating like I you guess. said if it's all like FaceTime and video chats and Zoom dates, that is more, I would say that's more progressive even because it's like well, yeah, but you're you staring at each other's faces and you have to talk to each other because what are you going to sit there and do something while the other person sits there and do something and neither one of you even really know each other? Yeah, that's true. I mean, Zoom would have been a hell of a company to get into <laughs> maybe, you know, pre-coronavirus and everything. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I mean, I'll have to ask around for the like couple single people that I can think of. But also I feel like this is just a weird time for everyone and um Well what, yeah, a lot of people are that might out even, of work. Right. That might not really be someone's focus right now, dating, which um can make this time even harder when we've got all these stay at home orders and people are lonely or you know, like for example, I mean Outside of work, I can count on one hand all the people I've seen within the past month, and there's only two people that are on, <laughs> that are on that hand. It's not a very large list. It's grocery store is yeah. one, well, but yeah, that's about besides it. Besides going to the grocery store, like people that I've had interaction with, it's literally been my best friend and roommate, Olivia, and Dan. That's it. I mean, yeah, yeah. literally, like I said, outside of work or going to the grocery store and gas station, because I'm still working or having to go to work, um, not working from home, it, and that's it. So for people that aren't working or people that are working from home, so you're not even really leaving your house, I could not imagine not that I, not that I, not saying that I don't need you, Dan, but I couldn't imagine. That's what I'm hearing, folks. <laughs> not being in a relationship and then wanting that someone there. I just couldn't, that, that, like not having you around would be, I could see how that would be hard. Catastrophic. Is what I'm I saying. Would say. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like that just would add to all of the uncertainty and um, 
you know, anxiety and kind of like depression that people are going through and just like fear of the unknown because it's just like... Yeah, and it does, I mean, it definitely makes a difference just having someone there the whole time. Well, and especially when you've been in a relationship for a while, having someone there that you know comforts you or like makes you feel safe is kind of like... Especially, of course, I can only speak for myself, but for me it is nice knowing that I have Dan as like my crutch because the, I mean it this whole coronavirus quarantines you know social distancing whatever hasn't really been hard for us I would mm-hmm. say um but there have been times at work where I had a terrible day and it was like if I don't ever have to see these people again and ever have to come into this building again I think I would be okay with that right in this second. Like, it just was like, and not that it was just me feeling that way. I think everybody that works in healthcare kind of has had that moment where they're like, everybody will hit their break. Yeah, where it's like, we don't know what is about to happen. We don't know what anything is. And like, policies are changing every day, every hour, like, which is not anyone's fault. Like, they're all getting their guidelines and whatnot from the CDC and all the really big, important people. But for us, it just was like, I had those moments where it was like, if I had to come home to nothing, or not even nothing, but like, and still just be by myself, there probably would have been twice as much drinking. There probably would have been (laughs) 10 times more crying. I will say that I have not yet cried because of something coronavirus related. Um, I've cried during this time, but that's just because of commercials I've seen on TV. Commercials, does it, folks? Commercials. How to get away with murder, Gavi, that one damn Have you ever thought about, so, like, we put a lot of emphasis into certain jobs, whether, you know, what house to buy, um, what kind of car to get. A lot of work goes into it, but sometimes dating, it's almost like, Oh, yeah, I saw this person in the store and we started talking and then 10 years later, you know, we're married with kids and we are with the person for the rest of your life. I want to know how come with dating, there's no resumes. You know, I'd like to see a resume ahead of time before dating saying, oh, yeah, you know, I've been in and out of relationships. I've had seven relationships over the last week. That's going to be a red flag. You know, I'm not going to hire that person. As an example. We, even when we started, like, hanging out and talking, it still took, like, four months before we were actually, like, in a relationship. Well, true. But I know what you mean. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think, like I said in the beginning, people, humans, just have this desire for other human connection and love and care. Like, we just, deep down, just, that's all we want. Yeah, I just want to be loved. So I think when we, I just want to see someone's resume. You know, maybe before a first date. (laughs) Well, that's why you have to communicate. So we did a lot of that in the beginning, where we talked. Like I said, we talked back and forth through the phone. But even when we met in person, that didn't stop. You know, like we had all those, all those dates where I'd be like, "Well, I made this list of a hundred questions. We're gonna play truth or drink." Like we did a lot of that. So I think it just you just have to put in the effort for that. You know, if you, and that's why I said know what you want and be yourself. If you know 
that you want to know. Like how you said you want to see somebody's resume. So when that person, I think it wouldn't be the worst. Well, I'm speaking right. Could have saved me on a couple first bad dates. That's for (laughs) sure. So like you just just ask, just say, okay, so how many relationships have you been in? Like I think we did that. I think we were like we probably did. Yeah, we were just like, what was your? And part of that I think was because we felt the connection so early on that we didn't want it to be like. Um, too much of a good thing, making it seem like too much of a good thing. So right away we were just kind of like, all right, let's make sure you're not crazy. And that, you know, that's a big one to you know check I mean? off and your that, list initially to make not, sure you know, the other person is not crazy. <laughs> Which people hide their crazy. So well, that is true. Can't always tell right away. But I think we we did a lot of that where it was like, okay, you know. Tell me about your family. What is, you know, what was growing up like? What do you like in other people? You know, like we did a lot of that, which is yeah. important to do. And I do, I do think nowadays it's more of like, it's more superficial when people call themselves trying to do that. So it's like those stereotypical first date questions that people like to ask. It's like, no, we got to get deeper than that. If you don't want to mm. do it on the first date, fine. But if you plan on there being a second date, there needs to be some type of, I yeah. said penetration, which would have been not what I meant. It's a different type of date there. <laughs> but there needs to be some type of like breakthrough so that both people want the second date. Yeah. But I think that's what happens a lot of times too is like the one person is maybe a little bit shyer or just reserved just because they don't want to put themselves all out there right away. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm really feeling this guy or girl. And... The other person isn't receiving that, so then there is no second date because there was not that like, okay, let me open up and tell you this, but also this is what I want you to tell me. I mean, if you don't open up to the other person, they're probably not going to open up to you, which isn't going to really lead anywhere. Right, and I think for girls, I'll say, that is what happens a lot. They're just like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and be cute and eat my food and... (laughs) We're going to go watch this movie or do this thing. Like, I feel like that is where a lot of people kind of mess up. Probably. Because they're just like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling them. And it's like, well, why not? Well, he wasn't really saying much. Well, were you? You know, like, yeah. were you say, Were you talking the whole time, too? Ask, you know? ask questions. Questions <laughs> are good. They lead to more conversations. And probably the biggest advice would be listen to the answer. Yes. <laughs> if you do like the person, ask the question and actually listen. That is one thing that I will wholeheartedly give Dan props to. I think that was the first thing that I told anybody besides his voice. Oh, God, that which I, I don't like. I don't know how we're doing a <laughs> podcast, honestly. We may, might need to do a voiceover or something for but myself. I, that was one of the first things that I remember telling all my friends. And they were like, well, how did it go? Or like, what, you know, did you like about him? I was like, he actually listens. Like, I would be talking. Dan would be, one, he was making eye contact, like we already previously discussed. But he would ask a follow-up question. And I, was, I remember the first couple of times, I was like, okay, so he's like, he's into this. But then it was just always like that. And it just was like, wow, he is actually listening to me. He's not just like nodding his head and going, mm-hmm, yeah, which, I mean, a year and a half later, I feel like he does now. But <laughs> not true. I just can't remember everything that I listened to is my biggest issue. <laughs> but initially, I was just like, he was listening to what I was saying and genuinely like asking more or giving a detailed response that wasn't like, yeah, that's cool. That's, you know, what, you know, like whatever generic response is. Yeah. 
And also, I, I guess for the guys, advice. you should know, like, kind of what Baja was saying. After the first date, she's talking, texting to all of her friends. I didn't know the screening process was not just going to be going through her, but getting oh, yeah. the feedback yeah. from five before, other people that I've never even met. Before the first date, they already know what you look like. They know how old yeah, you are. They know where you live, not where you live, but like what city you live in. Probably tracking my phone too. If, get an IT I was going to say, if we were actually going on a date somewhere, they would have known where we were on a date. Like, they probably would have been there too. No, they don't care that much. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My friend, if I needed them to be because I thought you were creepy and you're giving me some creepy vibes. Well, hopefully you would have not gone out with me if well, that was the case. Well, but sometimes you did. Sometimes you're like, I don't know how this is. I can't is. say I've ever gone out with a creepy well, person that's before. Well, because, that's because you're a guy. Guys aren't like, well, oh, true. I'm scared this girl's going to be creepy and like kidnap me. But girls do have that fear, especially with Well, if you get the fear that someone's online creepy, dating. I would just say, say no. That's, Don't even okay, go out with them. But that's not what I mean. It's not the fear that they're creepy. It's just that idea of being a female, this is always in the back of every female's head. It's like, is someone, something going to happen to me? Of course. Well, I'll take a couple kickboxing classes. You know, okay. you'll, you'll be fine. And then, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the podcast <laughs> where the misogyny jumps out. Okay? It's not that simple. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, but your friends... Females, friends will know the majority of the details the first couple months of the relationship. Yeah, and another big thing is listen to your friends or family about the person you're dating. Agreed. Because if they get and ask them, I think is the biggest thing. Because a lot of times you're not going to be... Let's say, for example, I'm dating someone that they don't like. They're not going to come out and say, hey, Dan, guess what? I hate your new girlfriend. You know, that's not going to be the way that it's going to be brought up. So you should ask them genuinely, what do you think of, you know, my new girlfriend? Agreed. And take their advice, whether you like it or not. Um, I will say Dan is the first person. I've been in three, four serious relationships. I mean, we'll call them serious, but literally three of them. She's out there, folks. (laughs) Two of them were high school, and then one of them was like after college kind of transitioning into adulthood but I have two brothers neither one of my brothers one of them is more reserved than the other but neither one of them ever told straight up told me like yeah I like him you know they would say things like Dan said it's not going to be straightforward they'd be like well I think he's you know nice and whatever but it was never like if they like him, they will tell they you. They will straight up oh, tell yeah, you, like right? <laughs> yeah, right. Like if they like your part, the person you're dating and your partner, you will know. And so it wasn't until I met Dan, where literally my my younger brother Braxton, more specifically, straight up said to me, like, "He's really cool. I really like him. He's so funny." He <laughs> Thanks, even Braxton. actually said, "He's so funny," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> No, yeah, it comes and goes, comes and goes. <laughs> but yeah, that is that's very good advice too. You will know. Um, and if they seem hesitant, there's probably a red flag there. Yeah, and it just is. It uh, mean, doesn't mean it may not work out, but it just probably means they they see something may you not, can't. Yeah, be the best fit for you. And well, in my situation, none of the other three relationships yeah. worked out. But yeah, they weren't me. So just at the time, you know. You know, when you're in high school, you don't care whether or not your brother's like your boyfriend, you know? Like, most of the time, they're not going to, but, like, 
looking back, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty. but, like, looking back, it was like, oh, you know what? They said things, and they were right, like, they were exactly right about that person. So, not that that will always be the case, but a lot of the times... Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. But it's also better to know that they either approve or disapprove, and, of course, their opinions can change, but... I'd rather know within the first year instead of five years down the road. Yeah, been there. <laughs> been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, what else you got on uh, relationships, Baja? Anything else you'd like to mention before we sign off here? I mean, not specifically just the general generalized relationships and dating and kind of like advice going into it. I don't think so. Um, I don't really have advice for how to do it in these specific circumstances where it's like everything is distant and online because you can't physically, I mean, you could, but it's not advised. It's not, and yeah, we do right. not advise physical <laughs> we've got contact to flat, we've outside got to of people curve. living in your house. Yeah. So, I mean, to everyone that's listening, I will say, um, which currently is probably zero right now. <laughs> no, people are going to listen to this. Um, if you are one of those people that is struggling with depression or anxiety or just even the feeling of being lonely and wanting to have someone there, um, reach out to your friends and your family. Um, it may not be the best advice because that's probably what you hear all the time, but everybody's going through kind of the same waves and motions right now. Everything is kind of like just all over the place. Every day it's something new. Everybody feels something different all the time. This is not what we're used to, but it's our new normal. So I would say just reach out to them. Let people know how you're feeling. If you need more professional help, seek it. Um, I know that there's tons of like therapy Things that are going on online where you can like text or you can video chat, but don't feel like, don't get caught up in your head and think that you have to be in a relationship all the time. Like this is a weird time. Just be yourself, grow with yourself, become more self-aware in you. And then kind of just let this, just ride it out pretty much. I feel like that got a lot deeper than I wanted it to. Yeah, but... I mean, that really, that, <laughs> that went in deep there. I but didn't it's know what, where I mean, it's what people are feeling and going through and they need to hear it. Like if you are, it, everything you're feeling is normal because this is an unprecedented time. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's true. Nothing that you're feeling is weird or abnormal or, you know, I just had a, quarantine birthday for the first time and hopefully the only time ever in my life that was yeah. weird you know so just everybody's going through something that it's like oh I never thought this would happen people are having to cancel their weddings and postpone their weddings people are having mm -hmm. babies where only one other person can be with him in the hospital that type of thing so just know that when it comes to relationships if it's something you really want Go for it as best as you can and as safely as you can. But if not, this is a trying time that we will get through all together. So focus on your health. Yeah, just what you said. <laughs> all right, so we're going to sign off here. This is again Dan and Baja on Some Things About Nothings. Bye, guys. <laughs>